you can't be in relationship with another human being and you can't love another human being unless you have had the courage to do the work to discover if you even love yourself. All of the answers that a human being needs is inside of you. You want to start a journey into consciousness? Start by removing the things in your life that are keeping you from your truth. So that a man that is afraid to cry is a man that is blocked. It's a man that is empty. And it's a man that truly doesn't know who he is. Once you arrive to consciousness, you realize I'm no different than you. You're no different than me. We're all the same, right? All this follower shit, it doesn't matter. Only when a human being has courage, when they finally decide to no longer settle in every area or in any area at whatever cost that might be, even if it means being alone, that's when a human being can truly discover who they really are. From Wine Studio, you are listening to The Inspiring Talk, a show where I bring the conversations with today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you take your life, business, and career to the next level. This episode of The Inspiring Talk podcast will encourage you to go inwards, to get started with your healing journey, if you haven't already. At the end of the conversation I had with Danny Morel, it really showed me mirror on where I stand on my healing journey and the amount of work that I need to do in that journey. Danny Morel ran a very successful business that generated over a billion dollar in revenue till the time he stopped and asked himself a question, am I happy one day? He was living the life where everybody said was success. And Danny realized he wasn't happy. And that's when Danny's healing journey started. And today, Danny Morrill is a coach and mentor to a lot of people who helps people to heal and unlock their truest potential. In this conversation, we discuss how Danny shows up in his relationship. We talk about how you can get started in your healing journey. What does it mean to truly heal? We also talk about why settling is an energy. A lot of us have this tendency of settling for things, job, career, and so on and so forth. And why settling in one area of your life translates into other areas as well. We go really deep into a lot of these topics and I'm sure you will go back with a lot of insights on going deeper within yourself and not looking for external validation. I hope you'll find a ton of value. Let's get started. Danny, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Super excited to have you here, Danny. First off, congratulations on getting engaged. I appreciate that. Thank you. So let me start by asking this. How do you show up in your relationship? You know, the first thing that came to mind is by not showing up with any expectation or with any pressure or with mm -hmm. any worry. I think the way that you show up in your relationship is the way that you show up in life. And so mm -hmm. the stresses and the worries and anxieties that you have in life are going to show up and manifest in your relationship. Because your relationship is simply a mirror, both who you have selected as a partner and mm -hmm. the third entity, which is the relationship in itself, is just a mirror and a reflection for what's going on inside of you, right? So if you feel 
disconnected with yourself, you're going to be disconnected with your partner. If you feel critical of yourself, you're going to be critical of your partner. If you have some sort of any energy within you that is constantly manipulating you, you're going to try to manipulate your partner. And so I would say that the way that I show up in a relationship is just as a open vessel to allow whatever comes up to come up. And then when it comes up, I think our duty in relationship is when issues come up is to process them, deal with them and speak about them openly because it's human beings greatest fear when they're in relationship is to not be loved. And so when a human being is afraid of not being loved, a human being won't openly communicate about what they're feeling, about why they're feeling it, about what is going on inside of them. And they're constantly in the state of trying to hide what's really going on because they're so worried about letting down or angering the other individual. And what happens is the human being doesn't realize it, but they're hurting three people. Number one, they're hurting themselves. They're hurting themselves emotionally, physically. They're hurting themselves mentally. They're literally wounding themselves and wounding their body. Number two, they're hurting their partner because they're keeping their partner in a box, right? And the partner cannot grow for as long as we keep them in that box. And number three, it's they're hurting the relationship in and of itself. And I think once people have the courage to step into their truth and share what it is that they're feeling, everything changes after that. So like you said, start going inner and start feeling your own truth and start identifying yourself. But a lot of people don't do that. Why do we sort of run away from our own emotions? Why do we not ready to go in and face our own sort of emotions? Because we're afraid. The best way to explain this is by telling you that your mind has created a certain set of rules, boundaries, and restrictions that you call your life. Mm. And that set of boundaries and restrictions that your mind has created is all based off of one thing, fear. Because when you were a little boy or you were a little girl, you came into this world as an open, pure vessel. There was nothing wrong outside of generational trauma. Yet the reality is, is that when you came into this world, you were thrust into a world with a whole bunch of different circumstances. You were thrust into a world with maybe parents that were a little bit unloving, you know, maybe parents that were untrustworthy untrustworthy with your emotions and your feelings. And all of these circumstances that have happened while you've been essentially growing up have caused these beliefs. And these beliefs, the mind holds onto them. And it says, whenever there's a circumstance or a situation like this, don't be your authentic self. Because when you are your authentic self, you learned when you were a little boy or you were a little girl, that that would cause you harm, that that would cause mm. you danger, that that would cause you pain. And so we as human beings go our entire lives without being truthful with ourselves because we learned that not being truthful with ourselves meant safety. And that is mm -hmm. where the healing journey begins. The healing journey begins when you can start being utterly and quite frankly, unwaveringly truthful with yourself. The healing mm -hmm. journey begins when you get raw, real, and truthful with what's going on inside of you and you're not afraid to deal with it, whatever that is. So Danny, you had your own journey of healing and getting into the kind of work that you do today. So I want you to sort of talk about the phase of your life where you were running a very successful company doing over a billion dollar in sales. 
which for a lot of people is like hey you know what that's dream life that's something that i'm looking deal. at building and yeah. yeah big deal right and then you asked yourself a question and particularly after your mom passed away am i happy and then this journey began for you right so can you sort of give us a bit of sneak peek into what happened and how that healing journey for you looked like yeah that's a wonderful question so I built a pretty successful real estate company in Southern California. We had 400 real estate agents, about 30, 30 to 40 staff. We were doing a billion in sales and right at 38 million in revenue, right, which was the size of the company basically. I built it from scratch. You know, I built it from absolutely nothing. I had no money when I started the company. I actually started it by borrowing $2,000 from my aunt and promising her that I would pay her $3,000 back within a span of 90 days. And I didn't know how I was going to pay her back that money. What I did know was that I was very clear with my vision, my purpose and my intention for my business. And so I went ahead and I started the company and I, you know, basically worked. I I worked really really hard. I worked 6, 7 days a week to build something that my ego thought it needed, which was success. I thought I needed mm. success because it's the way of the world. The world right now is intent on showing you that in order for you to be accepted, validated, loved and appreciated, you have to be successful as a man, you have to have power, and as a woman you have to look a certain way. And mm. the problem with this is that all of these things are external. So we as human beings right now are constantly in a state of chasing something outside of ourselves. And when we're constantly in a state of chasing something outside of ourselves, guess what we're not? We're not in the present moment. We're not at peace because we're afraid. We're afraid to be still. Because if we're still, the world and the 3D system that we live in has taught us that being still is not enough. So you have to go out and you have to go look a certain way. you have to go become a certain thing and if you look at it deep within the subconscious mind this is why women are doing what they're doing to themselves constantly altering and changing and changing and manipulating their body because they're not still they're not at peace and this is why men are disconnected with their families they're constantly chasing the next car the private jet the dark sunglasses that look of that alpha male the problem that most people don't realize is that whether it's a woman or a man the individual that constantly is showing you or needs to show you that they're successful is one of the most insecure human beings alive today because the secure being doesn't need to show you anything they're secure in themselves they have found truth and though they may be financially successful they don't need to show you that success or they don't need to show you that glamour because they're at peace or if they're a woman though they may be, be be absolutely beautiful and gorgeous they don't need to show you that because they have discovered that their true value is within mm. so we are hiding our insecurities on those fancy watches or car or private jets or 100%, 100% yeah 100% and listen and, and I want to say this is that There's nothing wrong with having nice stuff. Like I live in a yeah. beautiful home, right? I drive a nice car. I like to travel to wonderful places. I just don't live that life anymore where I constantly need to show you that so that I can get mm-hmm. validation from you. 
And that's yeah. what happened is that I built my business without me knowing it. I built my business from that space and that energy. And therefore, you know, when my mom passed away, it finally helped me wake up and then helped me to see like and ask myself tough questions. Like, are you are you happy? Mm-hmm. Are you doing this for you or are you doing this for them outside of you? And when I was able to be truthful with myself, you know, the truth came back to me is that not only was I not happy, I was not happy. I didn't even know what happiness meant. I didn't even know what God meant or who God was. And I went to church every single day for 25 years, right? Or mm-hmm. every single weekend for 25 years. But if I was honest with myself, I didn't know who God was. I didn't know what spirituality was. I didn't know what, jeez, I wasn't happy in my marriage at the time. Like I had built up a massive show because I was chasing something. And that's where the puzzle started crumbling. It all started crumbling Mm. and it all fell apart. And that's where I realized, oh man, there's some stuff I need to change. How did that feel? Scary. I think that's Mm -hmm. the scariest moment, you know? The scariest moment of a human being's life is when a human being finally realizes that the life they have built that could look successful and beautiful and glamorous on the outside and could have garnished them a lot of followers and a lot of recognition, right? Or could look like the most beautiful, wonderful, perfect relationship, right? To the community Mm -hmm. that you live in. The scariest moment for a human being is when they get honest and raw and real with themselves and they ask themselves a tough question like, forget about everybody else. What does this truly feel like to you to live this life? And when I did that, The show ended and that was the scariest moment of my life because I realized, oh my God, I'm miserable. And that's when the healing journey begins, when you finally have the courage to be honest with yourself. I'm sure that must have been a very intense experience to say that, you know, and I, to a certain extent, sort of resonate to what you've said because I have had my own journey. I worked as a research scientist. And uh, before that, I was this high achiever in the in my college. I was like topper, awarded the best student. And then here I was, I joined the job, first year of the job. They gave me promotion and it seemed like, damn, this is perfect. This is what I've been dreaming all my life. And like you said, I asked myself a little different question. The question I asked myself was, was this the race that I wanted to run? And trust wow. me, the answer was, No, this was not the race that I was meant to run. And when that, when that realization happened, Danny, like you said, it was scary to come face to face with that truth. I know, bro. I know. I I remember I had another one of those moments. It's like, because what I realized in, in my journey to consciousness, I realized that I was always worried about other people because I was always seeking for love and validation outside of myself. And as such, if you're living outside of yourself, then there's goal, there's a target that you want to hit, right? So in this case, for me, if you're constantly living from a state of wanting to please other people or wanting to be accepted by other people, then the more people that accept and love you, the more better that you feel about yourself. So my goal Mm. was always to be like famous, right? I, I always wanted to be famous. And I remember the day I was reading a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Mm. This is after several plant medicine journeys. This is after some deep spiritual work. But it was like the book combined with how 
open I was now spiritually, it's like it was the perfect moment where I realized, oh my God, I don't really need to or want to be famous anymore. Mm. I don't care. It's not important to me anymore. And then I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then like two minutes later, I was said, oh shit, I don't want to be famous anymore. So then what do I want? And I literally mm. started to have the biggest panic attack that I have ever had in my life. It was the biggest ego death of my life. Like, mm. well, I've had several of those. That's a whole nother story for another podcast. But it was one of those moments where I literally felt I was going to drop dead right then and there. Cause I was like, <sighs> I mean, imagine that. Imagine as a human yeah. being carrying all of that energy inside of you, right? Mm. All of that pressure inside of you, the pressure of wanting to be famous or the pressure of wanting to be loved or the pressure of wanting to be liked or the pressure of wanting to be accepted, right? The pressure of living an external life, right? The pressure of wanting that validation outside of you from the clothes that you wear, from the way that you look or from what your parents are going to tell you or from what your spouse is going to do, if they love you or not, all of that pressure that builds up inside of your body. This is where disease comes from. Disease comes from dis-ease within, right? And so imagine in that beautiful moment where you finally no longer need for the rest of your life Everything that you thought you once needed, imagine what happens in your body. You literally could start hyperventilating. You could start mm. twitching and shaking. All sorts of things could happen because it's an energy that human beings live with. And that energy is no longer needed and it is free to be released and it is gone. And mm. with it, disease. And with it, stress. And with it, illness. And with it, fear. And on the opposite side of fear is everything you've ever wanted. This is why now my life's purpose is to help people to awaken because it feels beautiful to no longer live a life where you need externally. And you realize that mm. everything you've ever wanted is inside. Beautifully put, Danny. And one of the things that I absolutely love is the power of questions, which make us, you know, you asked your kind of question, I asked my own kind of question. And are there any uh, reflective questions, some of your favorites, for somebody who is going through the life, want, yeah. you know, you want them to sort of take that pause and, hey, ask yourself these questions. Do you have some of those? Yeah. The, the most important question is, do I love myself? Mm -hmm. Do I love myself? And you see... And I don't want your listeners to ask that up here, right? This is the journey. Ahead. No, the journey is dropping from here to here. So when you have the courage and you're ready to start the awakening process, one of the questions that you can ask yourself is, do I love myself? And you don't ask that up here. You ask that here. That means you need to drop in. That means you need to close yeah. your eyes, put all of your energy and all of your focus into your heart, maybe take a deep breath in, maybe release it, right? And do that two or three times. And you go into your heart and you ask yourself, do I love myself? And get ready for what comes up. Because mm -hmm. when you've done the work, there's just a sense of peace. There's not a yeah or a no or a, there's just a sense of peace because that's what love is. Love is everything and nothing all at once. It's mm -hmm. everything and nothing all at once. It's a moment. It's, it's stillness. It's beautiful. 
So most people are looking for a response. Now, what most people will realize is in that moment, stuff might begin to unravel, right? Things and visions and things might start to happen. And most people, what they do is when they're afraid, they go, whoa, I don't want to deal with that. And then they just go about their merry way and they start living, they keep living their life. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. This is where mm-hmm. consciousness is birth, is when you have the courage to stay within yourself and to deal with whatever comes up. I know what you're saying. I have been in those moments where it felt extremely heavy on my heart. By the way, for somebody who's listening to this and wondering what Danny meant up here, he meant not to answer from your head, but from your heart. So, so yeah, I know what you're saying. It, it feels extremely heavy on your heart. Those moments you feel like running away. I don't want to sit with it. And I have those during meditation. All of a sudden, like, you know, things start coming up and I'm, you know, the urge to just shut it and just, you know, move on with your life. And, and quite frankly, run away. Run away. Quite frankly, yeah. run away, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what the ego wants to do. The ego wants to run away. What next now? Yeah. Do I love myself? Am I happy for those in relationships? But see, here's the issue. The issue is you can't be in relationship with another human being and you can't love another human being unless you have had the courage to do the work to discover if you even love yourself. Because most human beings today, I would say 995 out of a thousand relationships today, right now, this is in life, we're no longer attracting soulmates. We're no longer attracting conscious heart-centered relationships. We're attracting relationships from a need. Mm. We're attracting relationships from an emptiness inside of ourselves that needs something outside of ourselves. That's why vaping is so popular, smoking is so popular, drinking is so popular, glamour and and expensive cars and so forth and so on is so popular, Uh, fake boobs and fake body parts is so popular. It's the human being's need for something outside of themselves. Well, just bolt onto that a partner. When you don't know who you are inside, you need all of the stuff, right? And so what happens is, is that essentially we're afraid. We're afraid as a society. We're afraid of discovering who we really are. And that's why some of these young people are getting married at 20, 21, 22, 23 years old. Because on top of the fact that we're afraid of connecting with ourselves, religion is right there, right behind it to happily tell us, hey, Sex before marriage is a sin. And so what do you do? You're taking away people's fundamental urges and desires, right? And you're putting it in a box and saying, you cannot have this, the very thing that you are, until you go do this thing. And then you're caught in a situation where at 22, 23, 24, 25 years old, you're you're getting married. You don't even know who the hell you are yet. You don't know what love is yet. Unless you grew up in a conscious household where there were people to show you and to help you go within yourself that's a different story but how how rare is that today absolutely so danny when you found yourself answering that no i'm not happy and like you mentioned feeling that heaviness on your heart where did you seek help what was your next step and for somebody who's listening to this right now you know, wants to get on that journey and said that, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm willing to ask those difficult questions, but I'm sure we all need help. We can't do it all by ourselves, right? So do they see somebody or how do we go on this healing journey? What's the starting point? Yeah. So here's what I would recommend. First things first, 
All of the answers that a human being needs is inside of you. With that said, we are so used to living in our head that we are gonna need some sort of external help eventually. This, for example, is why I created my event, Awaken. It's a three-day retreat where people come and this is what we do. We unravel all of this stuff, right? All of it. But if somebody were to say, where do I begin? I would say begin by removing the things in your life that are holding you back from knowing who you really are. Consider for a moment removing TV. Consider removing social media. Unless it's accounts that are helping you in your walk, in your consciousness, consider unfollowing people. Consider removing people in your life that are constantly negative and doubtful and really pay attention. What most people don't understand is that human beings carry an energy to them, right? And some people have energetically like their claws in you. They control you. They manipulate you. It doesn't even look like it from the outside, but underneath it energetically, listen, start listening because for some people, it's your mother. It's your mm. father. It's your spouse where literally you are meant to shine. And these people, not because they don't love you, because they don't love themselves. So when a human being doesn't love themselves or know themselves, guess what they're going to do? All of their doubts fears and worries and all of their shadows, they're going to project them on you. You want to start a journey into consciousness? Start by removing the things in your life that are keeping you from your truth. Start there. Agnes, Take inventory. Agnes. and Yeah. Start there. Take inventory and be honest. Be honest. And that's what I had to do, right? So for example, as a man and as a single man, and culturally speaking, I'm just going to be on as a as a Latino man, as a Hispanic, you know, us, we're, we're hot blooded. We're very passionate. Right. So the first thing I wanted to do, I wanted to go when all of this started to come up, I wanted to drink and I wanted mm. to go have sex because that's how we as men in our culture deal with. And to be fair, in, in many cultures, but that's 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 our go to go get drunk. Right. And go have sex. So then what I did, what I did is I purposefully purposely and everything in my being wanted to like go get drunk and go have sex and i told myself no you little bitch no it's time for you to man up so you're not gonna go find a band-aid or you're not gonna go find a solution in a bottle or in a woman you're gonna sit right here you're gonna sit right here and you're gonna deal with this like a real man and you know what i discovered I discovered that all my life I had been afraid to sit with myself and I was always running. I was always running because this is what us human beings are taught to do is to run and to avoid and to deflect and to find our answers outside of ourselves. So I sat there, no bottle, no women, no sex, no distractions. And you know what I did? I cried. Mm. I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried. And when I didn't think I could cry more, I cried more. And I sat there broken and, and I just kept going until I finally found like stillness. But Danny, man don't cry. Yeah, every human being cries. As a matter of fact, I think, I think a real man cries because a real man is in touch with all parts of himself. A real man is not afraid. So a man who is afraid to cry 
is a man that is deeply afraid. He's afraid to feel. He's afraid to know. He's afraid to discover. He's afraid to unravel. He's afraid to unravel the essence of who he most deeply is. So that a man that is afraid to cry is a man that is blocked. It's a man that is empty. And it's a man that truly doesn't know who he is. And it's one of the issues that we have in our society today is that we have beautiful men, wonderful men. I see them when I work with them. I see the look in their eye. I can feel their energy. I could feel them literally. Like sometimes I just, I can sense it in them and I, I can just ask them one or two questions and boom, they're crying right away because mm. I could tell we have these beautiful men that when they were a little boy, they were loving, caring, kind, wonderful men that were just mistreated and that were not yeah. loved. And as a result, that wound passes down to their children until the man decides that he is the one that is going to have the courage to heal it. Beautifully shared, Danny. And I think I said men don't cry with a little bit of a pun, but I think we have this immense pressure, uh, particularly on man. And, and I'm sure like it's both ways, but the way man bottle up the emotions and, you know, like you said, find the way to sort of deal with that in the external factors. I think, you know, that never allows you to get in touch with who you are. And right. I think, and, you know, that's keeping us away from who we truly are. That's right. What happens when you connect truly? with who you are, are you saying that once you have connected truly with yourself, that everything that you have ever wanted comes naturally to you or you start seeing world differently? What happens? Yeah. And I, and I can explain this to you from real world, right? So, and I, I'm going to use this as an example, just because the 3D world has set it up to where when you have a lot of followers, you're somebody. Truthfully, honestly, once you arrive to consciousness, you realize I'm no different than you. You're no different than me. We're all the same, right? All this follower shit, it doesn't matter. What I can tell you is what I used to try so hard to do in my previous life was like I wanted to be famous and I wanted to be known and I wanted to break and I would buy followers and I would, I would try every gimmick. I would hire everybody. I, I spent so much stupid money. You have no idea. I tried everything, right? When I finally said, you know what? I don't need any of this anymore. And you know what? I'm just going to be me and I'm just going to talk about my journey and I'm going to talk about the things that like, I think could help some people. As a matter of fact, forget about me. I'm going to make everything that I do about helping everybody else. You know what started happening? The followers just, it came like, like crazy oh. it came, right? And now mm. our podcast is like grown. It's number one in the US, number one in uh, Canada and uh, the UK. It, it just comes naturally, right? And it's the same thing for everybody out there that is listening to me right now. If you stop looking outside of yourself and you go in and you have the courage to go on this healing journey, everything you've ever wanted, money, relationships, health, all of it, it just flows because it's who you are. You are literally infinite love, abundance, and greatness is who you are. Beautiful. And this healing is an ongoing journey, right? It, it doesn't end like, hey, you know what? I've done the work and it's done, right? It's not that you go on this. This is an ongoing journey 
which you go on a consistent, on a regular basis. It's interesting you bring that up, man. Every time I, I see so many people's comments and they and people want to so easily say you're never fully healed. Well, let's talk about what healing is. Healing is essentially unraveling. It's a return. It's a return mm -hmm. to that state of innocence, enlightenment, and purity that you were when you were first born, maybe when even when you were in your mother's wound, right? And so when you think about the process of healing and you think about all of the woundings and the traumas that you have gone th through that make you you, right? And have you in the energy of negativity, fear, doubt, worry, pride, guilt, shame, all low vibrating energies. Well, then couldn't you in essence work to go deep within yourself and remove those one by one? And don't you, in essence, eventually get to a state of enlightenment, pure mm -hmm. love, joy, peace, happiness, where you return back to who you were when you were born or in your mother's womb? And doesn't that essentially mean that you get to live the rest of your life in that state? Mm -hmm. Then I'd like to challenge people and say, yeah, you could fully heal. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's the purpose of this lifetime is to fully heal. Mm -hmm. And I know that is outside the realm of reality for some people, but I'm telling you it's possible. I'm telling you it's possible. You're going to have to go deep. You're going to have to go deep and face your deepest fears. But yeah, I think you can. What are some of the tools that one can use to go deeper and like you said, heal fully? To start, obviously, and you know, uh, much love to all the people of India. Well, you know, the beautiful thing that I love about India is that it is, it's the Mecca of spirituality. Most of our great spiritual leaders have come from, from India. And so I think you guys would know that better than I did, right? But what well, I had to discover this all for myself. So the basics are walk. Go for a walk every day and reconnect with nature and breathe. Number two, breathe. You know, the power of breath work is incredible. Uh, number three, meditate. You know, meditation will transform your life. And then when you want to take it to the next level, there's plant medicine. And I have had personally 12 journeys with ayahuasca and about eight or nine with psilocybin mushrooms and uh, one with cambo. And I can also tell you that get ready when you sit with plant medicine, because it's going to take you as deep as you could even imagine. And it's going to take you to the most beautiful places that you can ever imagine a human being can ever experience. And the, the other side of that is in order to get there, you're going to have to go through some, some, some dark moments as well. You know, you're going to have to come face to face with your fears in a very profound and deep and, and, and very spiritual way. What I would tell you is that you get to a point in your life where, you know, once you've opened yourself as a channel for, for, for spirituality and, and once you have become conscious, then life itself becomes the medicine and life itself starts to bring to you opportunities to heal. And yeah, it gets fun after that. It gets fun. So there is a point in time where you no longer need that, right? The medicine, I believe, is there to show you that you are the medicine. Sometimes it just takes the medicine to help you to realize that. Awesome. I want to switch a little bit of a gear here. 
So one of the things that you have said is a lot of people are not are settling down at like twenties and so on and so forth, and because the innate need to have somebody and not attracting the soulmate. And one of the things that you've said is settling is an energy. Can you share what do you mean by that and why a lot of people settle in relationship and how that translates into a settling in other areas of life? Settling is an energy. It's an energy of doubt. It's an energy of doubting who you are. And it's an energy of doubting that your dreams are truly possible. And so when you settle, what you're actually doing is you're detaching yourself from the truth of who you are, a beautiful, abundant, loving being that is literally capable of becoming whatever it is that you want in life. Settling is actually the energy of darkness within you because darkness doesn't want you to experience and live in the light that you truly are. So human beings tend to settle in all things. They tend to settle in the quality of food that they eat. They tend to settle in the quality of partnerships that they have. They tend to settle in the quality of relationships and love relationships that they have. And they tend to just accept whatever comes to them. And so what happens is that a human being that settles in one area of their life normally settles in every other area of their life. They'll settle in the money that they think they can earn. They settle in the life that they think they can live. They settle in the travel and the experiences that they think they can have. And as a result, they settle with the partner that they allow in their lives. Only Mm -hmm. when a human being has courage, when they finally decide to no longer settle in every area or in any area at whatever cost that might be, even if it means being alone, that's when a human being can truly discover who they really are. So Danny, um, I have one last question. Before I ask you that question, if people want to learn more from you and they want to find you, what is the best possible way to get in touch with you and get introduced to your work? Yeah, I appreciate that. Danny Morell on Instagram or TikTok uh, or Facebook. Uh, And um, my event, I know it might be a little bit difficult for some folks from India to get here, but we host an event here in the US called Awaken. Uh, and the website is dannymorell.com backslash awaken. It will be three of the most transformative days of your entire life. I can promise you that. Also, I link that up in the description of this episode. So here's the last question, Danny. Imagine you are standing on the stadium and this is the largest stadium that has ever been built in the history of the world. Oh, that's the one I want. Yeah. And there are millions of people eagerly, passionately waiting to listen to the most important lesson that you have learned in your life and the catch is you only have one minute to share your lesson what would be your message that everything they've ever wanted in life is within them that everything that they have ever searched for in life outside of them is within them there is no difference between them and anyone that they look up to or aspire to be they're actually the same person and that person is just a mirror for them and for their deepest desires in their heart All they have to do is to remember, remember who they are, remember how powerful they truly are. And that at the end of the day, God is love and you are love and you are one and the same. Go within. Thank you, Danny. Thank you so much. It's been such a great pleasure having you here on the podcast. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for having me. Hi to everybody in India. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed listening to this, I want you to do two things for me. Number one, 
If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, subscribe to the podcast and give five-star ratings. This will help me attract more listeners to this podcast and take this information to a wider audience so that we can help more people grow in their life. And second, share this episode with at least three people in your network who you think need to hear this episode. You never know, just by sharing this episode, you can help them transform their life. Be that person who helps others grow in their life. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I'll catch you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring.